This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. in his presence that don't happen anywhere else. I remember there was a, a Kenneth Hagin told a story uh, about a gentleman. He was, uh, uh, he went on, I believe, to become a, um, a great propagator of the gospel. I think he was a businessman. I'm not exactly sure all the details, but the, the, uh, the gist of the story was, it's a true story, he had um, uh, he had uh, a death sentence on his life with a heart situation, and um, no, you know, doctors uh, couldn't help him anymore, and he'd done everything that he knew uh, to do where his faith was concerned. I remember that, uh, that um, um, Somehow or other, in prayer, uh, he uh, uh, felt impressed of the Holy Ghost to go climb this hill. And of course, in the natural, you know, the um, that would have been the death knell for him. You know, he'd overexertion and all that. And said so he got up there anyway, walked up the hill, got sat down underneath a a, a tree, and he just began to praise God. Just begin to praise God. The title of that message was Taking the Praise Cure. And he just began to praise God, you know, uh, for all God's goodness in his life and for healing. And, you know, and, you know, uh, and uh, um, I do remember this uh, part is that uh, uh, he went on to, you know, uh, um, he received his healing. Let, let me say this. You know, I'm, I'm careful about saying, you know, well, he did this and the Lord healed him. See, the Lord healed us 2,000 years ago when he, when he, <clears throat> uh, before, even before he went to the cross, they tied him to the whipping post. And the Bible says those stripes that he took then, he bought and paid for uh, divine healing for us. For us, um, so as a as a Christian, knowing that, all right. Now, if I'm an unbeliever and I'm uninitiated, I can I can talk along the lines, you know, uh, of uh, uh, you know, when will the Lord heal me? How will the Lord heal me? Those types of things. But if I know these things, just that one thing that by the stripes that wounded Jesus, the Bible says. We were healed. Were is a, yeah, it, it is a statement of an established fact. All right? There was, there was an occurrence and we were. You know, if we were, we, we still are. If Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So, so when I say that, be careful about how, how the perspective here is that, well, he began to praise God and the Lord healed him. No, he began to praise God uh, and he received 
what he believed about the Lord healing him. Amen. See, <clears throat> you know, it's now listen. Sins were forgiven on this cross. He doesn't have to back up and do all that over again. He did that one time and for all. Now, when that is believed and received, Jesus doesn't have to do that all over again. It's done. Anybody that believes that their sins were forgiven by the price that Jesus paid on the cross can receive that, can receive the forgiveness of sin. And, you know, I mean, people describe it many different ways where that's concerned, uh, you know, but simply by faith. I'll tell you, some people say, Ben, I just felt like a weight lifted off my shoulders. All of a sudden, I felt peace in my life, finally. All of a sudden, you know, uh, uh, I, just, uh, I just felt, you know, uh, a release in my life. Why? Uh, of guilt and shame and all that. See, uh, but it's an established fact. It's available Whenever it is believed, it is received. It's not done all over again for each individual person. Well, part of, listen, the salvation is a total package. All right, just the same way that anybody, that anybody can, can, uh, uh, can accept God at his word of, of that he gave Jesus as a propitiation for our sins and whoever believes in Jesus is forgiven. Amen? And whoever asks Jesus to be Lord of their life is saved. Just that simple. Amen? Pardoned, released. Just as if it never happened before. Brand new creation in God. That quick. Well, healing's the same same way. He doesn't have to heal you if he already did it. Same way that he doesn't have to die on the cross again for you. He already did it. It's when it's believed and received. Well, I do believe. Now, listen. There's the, there was a man that had a, 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 a in a situation like that, but he also acknowledged this. He said, "Lord, help my unbelief." All right, because sometimes our heart can say yes, but we're having a lot of trouble with our head, and, and our mind will block the things of God. It will raise an argument. Uh, and exalt itself against the knowledge of God and it will become a stronghold like a stranglehold and, and, and God can't get the thing through to you because the Bible says this, it says, be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. The real transformation happens with the renewing of our mind. Amen. Our minds, got, our, that soul has to get in agreement. Now the soul should not be you know, the dominant factor in the thing, a mind, will, and emotions, but it does play a role where that's concerned. Amen. Because your body will send signals to your mind, you're sick. But your heart says, well, that by the stripes that wounded Jesus, I'm well. Now, one is the truth, the other is fact, but truth will triumph over the fact if you hold, if you... If you, if you dig a little deeper where that is. Because sometimes we got to dig a little deeper. Then just, you know, oh, I believe that. You know, the Bible says the devil believes, but it don't help him none. Said the devil was believed, but it didn't help him any. Are you listening? See, 
and I'll guarantee you, you know, it's probably just a few more shovelfuls of dirt beyond where you are right now. Yeah. I always looked at it. The devil will say, well, it doesn't happen for you yet. And I always say, well, you know what? I'm telling you, I'm closer than I've ever been. Because I'm going to keep on digging. I'm going to keep on speaking this word over my life. I'm going to keep on believing God. And I'm going to keep on seeking until I know the truth and I'm fully persuaded of the truth. Till the truth, till the, till the, till the truth just it gets settled in my heart. And sometimes, you know, I just have to take a, a, a little bit more of that medicine than I did before. But something's going to give. I said something's going to give. When the Word of God is involved, something's going to give. Amen. And I got news for the devil. It ain't going to be me. It ain't going to be God's Word. It's impossible that the Scripture can be broken. It's impossible that the scripture will not and cannot be fulfilled. It's impossible. Amen. The devil will say, no, you know, your situation is impossible. Well, hallelujah, I'm a qualifier then with men that it is impossible, but I'm not, uh, it's not all I got. Saying I drove around the other night, I said, you know, if our salary and our natural circumstances were all that we had, you know, that'd be one thing. But that's not all that we have available to us. That's not who we're tied up with. That's not who we are. We don't have, we can look at what we have, but I'm not measuring my, that's not the, that's not the final word here. My God is the source of our lives. He's not, he's, are you listening? He's got way more. I just, we just need to build a bigger pipeline of faith. We just need to, we just need to, at every, when you get it backed into a corner, realize, you know, hey, just feel behind you. He's the door. Amen. And if the only way out is forward, to just run roughshod over the devil. My dad used to say, even a rattle fight, if you back him into a corner, I never forgot that. Even a rat, he goes, son, even a rattle fight, if you get him in a corner. What was he saying? Fight, boy. It's a fight in you, amen? Listen, listen, fight the good fight of faith. Faith has a fight to it. When you're in faith, there's some fight in you. If you're not, if you're not in, listen, if there's no fight in you, ain't no faith in you. Now, here's the thing, you know, uh, you know, <laughs> faith simply comes by here and find somebody that's winning and get in, get in underneath that. They're, listen, that same, you know, uh, oil that's on them will get on to you. That same spirit, that like, like precious faith, will get on you. I mean, there's, no, there's really not an excuse. There's not. Amen. It's available. Yeah, I'd just roll over and play dead now. I'm not for all that, see. You know, I'm just not for all that. That's not who I am. That's not who I'll ever be. And and that's not, you know, I mean, <laughs> praise the Lord. All right, let's go over here. I, I, I really do want to help you. You know, I, I'm not here for my health. God knows I'm not here for the money. Uh, now, listen, don't misunderstand me. God will make you rich. Yes, he will. I'll tell you what, rich people don't have to pay a storage bill bill. I mean, poor people don't have to have a storage bill. Yeah. Are you listening? You're right. 
I've been nothing and I've been something. Are you listening? Something is better. Faith has substance to it. Let God enrich you in all things, in everything and in every way. Spiritually first, relationally. Amen. Hallelujah. Let him give you plenty of money. Two of you said, "Mm mm-hmm, yeah, that'd be all right, wouldn't it, you know. If all the silver and gold is his. See, the only one that don't want you to have, have any money is the devil. Well, I'll tell you, I might lose my salvation. If he thought that, he'd back a tractor trailer truck up with freshly printed $100 bills and offload it in your yard tomorrow and get you to go to hell in agreement with him. I'll tell you, if money, if money could buy you damnation, he'd do it. Amen. No, he just wants to keep it from you so that you can't, you know, live the good life. Amen. Be a, a, a giver and be some help. Praise the Lord. But the good news is that you can start with nothing and become something. God is masterful at taking nothing and making something out of it. Taking nobodies and making them into somebodies. Amen. I'm not ashamed to admit it. My God, I mean, we were so broke. We, were, we weren't even at the bottom of the barrel. Son, we were six foot under the barrel. Amen. Didn't even know there was a barrel. <laughs> I mean, just covered up. In poverty and poor thinking and all that, all the way around. You know, didn't believe God could save someone like me. Well, he did, so he can. Didn't know God could heal you, but he has. Over and over and over again, amen, glory be to God. Now at 60, I'll tell you what now, uh, I, I know that I'm going to have to uh, be taking stronger medicine than I did when I was 20. Or 30 or even 40, but that's all right. There's some stronger medicine available. Just the pure word of the living God. Amen. Hallelujah. Just a little dab of this stuff will do you. Jesus said, you just get a little bit of this kind of faith. Just the size of a grain of mustard seed, it'll blow a mountain. It'll move the biggest natural obstacle known to man. It'll move it. It'll move it. But God's not going to do what you got to do. God told you resist the devil. God told you tell the pain get. God tell you, no, you can't have my physical body. No, you can't have my marriage. No, you can't have my money. I, I, yeah, I'll preach my own self. Happy tonight, amen. This is good news. Even if you don't think it's good news, it's still good news. Amen. All right, Matthew uh We've got to this gate, and I, I want to bring us into a place. Now, if you're like me, I remember one time, you know, when I first started out in this, I couldn't understand none of this stuff. I mean, you know, I just said, Lord, I'm just dumber than a rock anyway, dumber than dirt. Sandy, Sandy tells me not to say that. No, I didn't stay dumber than dirt, you know what I'm saying? But I mean, compared to what God knows even now, you know, after 30-something years, there's sometimes I just have to go to God and I say, Lord, you know, I accept the fact that I still am dumber and dirt in this area. Please show me, help me. Amen, I want to grow. I want to know. I, I, I need to know. Life is bigger. It's different. It, it, it's more demanding than it was before. It's easier just to stay me, myself, and, and no more. Amen. We're not there anymore, are we? Where's the world to win? We want people for our life from the nations of the world. 
Amen. <clears throat> so, uh, when, when you get in a new place, and I'm going to tell you something, right after the problem and all the pressure, that's always right before the promotion. You stay faithful and true to God. You get down to the, I, bet, I can't tell you the number of times Sandy and I have been backed in the corner, backs up against the wall, darker, you know, in the deepest, darkest holes we've ever been. But we, listen, we couldn't see God, couldn't feel God, couldn't hear God. But we catch a hold of the hand and say, God, we don't really know and understand all this. But I'm going to tell you one thing. It's got to be, the bad stuff has got to be from the devil. We're looking to you for the good stuff. And I want you to know, irregardless, one way or the other, whether we're delivered through this, out of this fire, through this fire, however, we want you to know we're yours. You're ours. We're going to, we trust you. Anyone that don't know how, I mean, we trust you. Amen? That's the test. That's the test right there. And I'll tell you things will start turning around. Listen, God will wait until he hears where your heart is. He wants to know where you are and whose you are. Amen. Just because you're a Christian doesn't mean that you're not going to have trouble. Matter of fact, if you are a Christian, you're going to have plenty of trouble. I just found out it's better to create some trouble... And be on the offense than to wait till trouble comes a looking for me. Amen. Used to be I had all the bad trouble from the troublemaker. Now I'm the troublemaker. All our trouble, we got good trouble. We got flourishing, prospering trouble. Amen. We got going forward trouble. See, we're not going backwards and down and failing trouble anymore. We don't have that. Well, we, we decided that God didn't want that for our life. Amen. At some point in time, you got to turn around and just swing the sword. Speak the word. Live by faith. Hallelujah. Well, that's easy for you to say. I don't know. You know, I don't know what you've had to go through, but I'll tell you something, Sister Bob. You don't know what I've been through neither. Amen. But I'll tell you one thing. I am through. Are you hearing? And victorious on the other side. The devil ain't got my, the devil didn't get my faith in God. The devil ain't pushed me away from serving God. The devil hadn't kept me. Are you listening from putting another look in this book or praying in the Holy Ghost or praising the one that's been faithful to me all this time? The devil ain't never going to have the last word or the upper hand. I don't care what it looks like. Some point in time, you got to decide I'm victorious. Why? Because he is living in the inside of me. He don't like to lose and he never has and he never will. Amen. Boy, I got to put the jack underneath this flat tire car tonight. What in the world? Where you been running from? Son of a gun. <laughs> hey, hallelujah. All right. <laughs> well, how can you say all those things? I don't, I'm not feeling you. You know that saying, you feel me? I don't care whether you feel me or not, understand? <laughs> you know, you quote me on that one too, but uh, it ain't got nothing to do with it in the world with it. You know, faith is not a feeling. Faith is a decision. It's a choice. And it's a determined one. You don't back up from. We're going to live by faith here. 
live, die, up, down, all around, we're going to live by faith. If God said it, that's it. If he said I'm healed, I'm healed. If he said I'm rich, I'm rich. If he said I'm happy, this God, I'm happy. I was picking on saying today we we have a bathroom has double mirrors and she was saying something about you know being a woman how I was a man da 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 like that so I just kind of looked myself in the mirror and I said Bruce you're happy aren't you you're really happy you're a man <laughs> praise God I told her I said girl that's your assignment I'm sorry. God made you a woman. You had to have them children, all that kind of stuff. I'm sorry for it, but you know, you take it up with him. I'm glad I'm a man. She said, you don't have to put up with all that. I said, sister, oh, yes, I do. I'm living with the one that's telling me all about it. David. Woo, Jesus will. Lit a fire up underneath. That got to rise. You came alive when I started talking about me and Miss Sandy going at it. Ooh, hallelujah. We, we Sparks fly. We haven't burnt the house down yet. Come close a time or two. <laughs> Set the yard and the woods on fire a time or two. Amen. It's all right, though. Glory to God. What if I told you uh, that where we're headed to in this, I, I mean, this, uh, this is going to answer so many questions and take away the happenstance take away the lucky ones take away the wishy-washy and the you know i just can't figure this thing out i'm i'm talking about what we're about to look at and this was the very jesus shifted from preaching over into teaching really knuckling down and 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 getting uh, uh laying in the foundations of the kingdom of god Really specifically for his disciples. Now this uh, uh, Mark the fourth chapter. He started teaching on the uh, parable. He started teaching in parables. Telling stories. They were natural stories. That presented spiritual truths. There were, there were visible. Understandable parallels. Are you listening? Pictures of how their world worked. That he said this is a reflection he said the flip side of this is the invisible world of how everything came to pass, how everything works. In the unseen, it's called the kingdom of God, which is over all. Amen. The kingdom is over all. Amen. Over all. Understand? The kingdom of God. And that was the message of God. Well, you're, when you get born again, and here's how you get born again. See, you swap kingdoms. You swap kings. The devil's not your king anymore. The devil's not the boss or lord over you. He loses rights to you when you simply say, I want over on the other side. I want, I want God to be my God. I accept Jesus as Lord of my life. Boy, it's just that simple. Amen. That's not mouth service. It's, it's, you know, hey, I'm ready for a change. I can't change me, but boy, I'll tell you, I'll take God's hand. He'll snatch you, the Bible says, he will snatch you out of the kingdom of darkness and and translate you so quick into the kingdom of his dear son, into the kingdom of light. Everything changes for you. Amen. And then not a flip thing the devil can do about it. It's a decision. It's a choice. I have decided to follow Jesus. Amen. 
you know, honestly, it's, it's always just salvation is always right at that point of contact for our lives every time. Well, I've decided that Jesus is my healer. I've decided that Jesus is my source. I've decided that Jesus is my master, my Lord. Every aspect of all things that pertain to life and godliness have been provided by him. But when it's when we decide to follow him into that. I just help you whether, whether you know it or not. If I told you that you're going to go to Montreal, Canada, I could say one word. Just look for all the signs that say north and stay on them. Okay? You don't want northwest, you don't want northeast, you might have little things here and there, but really, you know, you want to get on north, and that'll take you there. You'll at least get close enough to where if you have to go sideways a little, amen, I mean from here, draw a straight line, you can get to Montreal just by going north, amen, amen, don't really, the only place you've got to go sideways is uh, from Birmingham over, uh, you know, up 59 up there, a little ways up into uh, Tennessee, and then catch 81, you ride that backbone all the way up there to Watertown, and from Watertown you shoot across the uh, border, and the signs of Montreal will be forthcoming. You're just going to go a little sideways out time. Amen. 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 Toronto over to Montreal, however. I mean, north will get you there. Well, same way with this right here. See? You know, there's certain things that God just say, just just stay in this, and it'll get you there. He'll simplify it for you, amen? Well, I thought I might like to go see the sites in California. That's west. Montreal ain't in California. You're going to wind up in Vancouver, B.C., British Columbia, the whole western side. Montreal's way over here. Well, you know, I just thought W was for wandering. Yep. Yep, you're going to be wandering after you've been wandering. Are you listening? Why you followed the W's instead of the N's and wound up someplace else. This will give direction to our life. I mean... You know, wouldn't wouldn't you like to just wouldn't you wouldn't it be wonderful if it was just on purpose and that you actually had a choice and some control where that's concerned? Well, now, brother, God is in control. Well, he sure is screwing everything up if he's in control of everything. I'll tell you that right now. And God's not a screw up. <gasps> I can't believe you said that. Well. You know, believe it. I ain't going to take it back. He's not in control of everything and everyone. He gave this planet to us. He gave your life to you. You get to choose. You choose. You choose. The Bible says the fool ruins his life and then blames God. Is he a fool for ruining his life? Well, that's one, that's one side of the two-sided coin. The other side is just worse. It's blaming God. Well, I followed God. And look, well, I followed God, you know, uh, and, you know, wound up in some messes. That's the truth. A lot of that was my own situation. But sometimes, but like I said, you know, nothing he can't take care of and get the glory for. 
And I've gotten all kind of trouble on myself. And when I repented and turned to God and asked him to help me, he got me out and I still gave him the glory for it. Amen. Hallelujah. I don't mind telling you, I've played the fool more than one time. Before Christ and after Christ. I've done some stupid stuff as a saint. A stupid stuff saint. For me, that's freedom. You know, confess your faults one to another and you shall be healed. (laughs) I wouldn't want anybody to think any less of me. Don't worry, they've already thought that thought a long time ago. You know, you don't want to know what they're thinking of you. You probably think they're thinking more highly of you than they actually are. They've already thought less of you than they do themselves. I can guarantee you they've pointed the finger and said, if that were me. I would, or I wouldn't, amen. So, you know, get free from folk. Amen. (laughs) It's a lot more fun. You know, I love Sandy, but I'm free from Sandy. And Sandy's free from me. Amen. Jesus is our Lord. We know the truth about things. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm not, I'm not going to hang my hat on, no, on any peg that's going to fall out of the wall. And people will fall out of the wall. Put enough pressure on folk, they'll kill you for the. Amen. I don't believe that. Well, they shouted, Hosanna, Hosanna. Hosanna. And then crucify him. Same crowd. Just a few days later. Amen. Folk are fickle. I'll use the F word on folks. Folks are fickle. Fickle, 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 folk. Amen, they are. Look that up. They're like this. Amen. There you go. Jesus said this and this is his teaching, Mark, the fourth chapter. He said, listen. What do you make of this? A farmer planted seed, and as he scattered the seed, some of it fell on the road, and the birds ate it. Some fell in the gravel. It sprouted quickly, but didn't put down roots, so that when the sun came up, it withered just as quickly. Some fell in the weeds as it came up. It was strangled among the weeds and nothing came of it. Some fell on good earth and came up with a flourish, producing a harvest exceeding his wildest dreams. Are you listening to this, really listening? Isn't it funny how Jesus would, 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 would say, listen. Then he'd tell some stuff. Then he'd go, are you, really li- are you listening? Are you really listening? See, because remember, he, the people he's talking to were just saturated, dripping wet. If you squeezed them just a little bit, the religious juice would flow. Oh, sour grape juice would just... Who does he think he is? Amen. says, when they were off by themselves, and I, I would suggest that you get off with Jesus by yourself. Amen. That you know Jesus for yourself. That you, that you come with a heart and you hear what's being said in the general thing, but then privately, you know, you get off by yourself. And like these guys says, 
Those who were close to them, along with the twelve, asked about the stories. They wanted to know more. What do you mean? What does that mean? What's the meaning of this here? <clears throat> he told them, you've been given insight into God's kingdom. You know how it works, but to those who can't see it yet, everything comes in stories, creating readiness and nudging them toward receptive insight. Now, remember, we talked about that the last time, that there are times in our life, you know, my, there, uh, there have been times in my life when God had said a thing over and over and over and over and over again, and I wasn't ready to hear it. I thought I knew what he was saying. But when the consequences of my choices of... Uh, you know, of adding my own interpretation or immaturity, whatever, hard heart, stubbornness, stupidity, you you know, you name it, I've been all those things. You know, it's a recipe for disaster. But you know, the Lord will just wait until we're ready. He's always trying to create a readiness for us to receive what he's saying to us. Because what he's saying to us is like another, it, that we're soil. And he is sowing the seed of his word. This whole thing is about uh, is about soil and seed. It's the secret of the kingdom. It's absolutely the foundational understanding. He went on to say this. Uh, actually, I want to read this out of the Passion Bible. We don't get any further than that. Now, I, I'm sorry y'all came in here with a flat tire and I had to jack you up all that time. If you, We could get a little further down the road some of this if you just, you know. No, seriously now. Amen. You ever been in a class, you know, you might have been one of those ones in the class. It took a while to, for the teacher to get it to settle down where something could be taught. Because we were, I know they don't do this anymore, but we were throwing spitballs and different things, you know. I mean, you know, launching rubber bands and hitting people. I mean, all kind of stuff. <clears throat> God, God has to get us to a place where he has our attention so we can pay attention. There have been times I haven't paid attention and so something happened, and it got my attention. It wasn't necessarily, it wasn't really God that got my attention. The devil pulled the thing on me. But, you know, are you listening? I fooled around until, you know, uh, the consequences of my choices started catching up with me. Listen, and it got my attention. Then I turned my attention towards God because I needed help. Nothing wrong with that. Because God is like, now that I have your attention, now that you're actually asking me. Isn't it funny how we can just get so busy and go along in life and, you know, that we don't really, there's a lot of things we just don't even need to ask God. We got this. I got this. I've not found that to be the life of faith, but not everybody lives by faith. They live maybe by faith in themselves or in the system or in, you know, the job, the, you know, uh, you know, the mate. 
However, you know, we all, we all exercise faith to some degree. Are you listening? But the life of faith in God is very challenging. It, it, it accounts for that you're enemy number one of the devil and you're going to be attacked. As you attack him, he's going to fire back at you. See, that's the right way to live. Is that as we're taking ground, taking territory, that the devil doesn't give that up without a fight. Amen? See? Let me read this to you. Uh, uh, Jesus said to them, same, same verses of Scripture. It says, afterwards Jesus, his, afterwards, Jesus, his disciples, and those close to him remained behind to ask Jesus about his parables. And he said to them, the privilege of intimately knowing the mystery of God's kingdom realm has been granted to you, but not to the others where everything is revealed in parables. Why? There's no readiness there. See? No receptivity to it actually being as important as it was. To them, it's another preaching. It's another teaching. The latest thing at church. It's the program for the day. But now see, it's not that way for people that know and understand. Man, when Jesus is talking, I mean, he's trying to give you the keys to the kingdom. He's trying to help you and I to understand how this thing really works so that we can work with him. I said, so we can work with him because we'll grow up and work with him. We're co-laborers with Jesus. He don't do it all. We have our part to do. He will not do your part. You can pray and ask God to get the devil off of you. Well, I never would do that. You can pray and ask God to heal you till the cows come home. If he's already done it, he said, receive it. Believe it. Enough to where you receive it. You tell the sickness and disease, get out of your body. Whatever you speak to stays or leaves. Well, you know, my cancer. Oh, it's yours. That's going to be a tough one right there because now you are possessing something that, are you listening? It's not the cancer, it's my cancer. Well, you shouldn't get so nitpicky over that. Have you, ever, have you ever heard the great silence of God when you're trying to get him to agree with you about how rotten and just sick and miserable and, that, and what they're doing, all that? Have you ever heard God say, yep, I agree? Because the minute he does, that's what it always is. He will not frivolously say stuff. And he sure will not agree with doubt or fear or unbelief, or anything contrary to how... Because God's word is absolute truth. Absolute truth. There's no bend in it. There's no gray areas in it. There's no shadow of turning. God says, I said that, and that's all there is to it. And if you'll agree with me, you'll be healed. Your healing will manifest. But if I agree with you, you're done. You're not just sick, you're going to die. Case in point with Jesus, you know, uh, they, they came and said, the one you love is sick, Lazarus. And he turned to his disciples and he said, well, he said, Lazarus is sleeping. Three days later, he said, Lazarus is sleeping, I'm going to go wake him up. And they said, well, if he's sleeping, he's, he's getting better. 
He's doing well. You know, sleep is a, is, is a natural rejuvenation of the body. He had to turn around to him. He said, let me paraphrase this for you, okay? In, in as eloquent language as I possibly can, as just a good old farming country boy. Dodo, dum dum, he's dead. He goes, the only reason I'm telling you this, <laughs> he said, you forced me over the line so when we get there, you know, you're, you're going to think he's sleeping. He's in the tomb dead stinking. All right. I've, I've got to prepare you so you don't screw up everything when we get there. And I don't have to explain to you then because when we get there, I'm not declaring death. When he got there, he didn't talk about anybody being dead. He goes, he who will live. You, all you heard coming out of Jesus. She said, my brother's dead. He goes, oh, he'll live if you'll believe. I'm the resurrection. Come on, Jesus, just say he's dead. I'm not going to say that. I'm telling you, you're going to see the glory of God. They're a bawling and squalling and carrying on and, 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 and the one that should be believing him is her faith is misplaced. It's if you had to done it, if you had to done it here, but now there's no hope. Now he's dead. And he said he's going to be raised from dead. She said, yeah, I know someday, some way, somehow, way out there. Jesus said, faith is right now. I am who I am right now. I'm not was or were or going to be. I am now. And I, and you know, finally he had to quit even, you know, I mean, you know, you know, said he wept. And they thought, <laughs> they thought he's crying because Lazarus is dead. He's crying because he's so surrounded by unbelief. And the people that should be believing him and working with him are just like, are, are trying to drag him under. Are you hearing? He, he, are you listening? Grieved him in the spirit. And he, he said, Father, he said, I'm not. He said, I've already prayed about this. Now, you know, we've already talked about this. He said, I'm not saying any of this right now. He said, uh, trying to convince myself or you or anything, this is a done deal. All right? I said it for the benefit of everybody else that's around you. And then he said, just roll the stone away. And then even one last shot from, from, you know, Martha. Bless her darling heart, dumb, stupid head, you know. Lord, by now, he stinketh. You understand? He stinketh. Let's get down to the whole card facts here. We can't talk about this religious stuff anymore. I know you could have done it, but you didn't. I know you're going to do it, but we ain't there yet. And you know what? You're going to roll that stone away, make a fool out of all of us, including yourself. He stinks. He's rotten. I know Jesus like, you know, honey, he ain't the only thing stinking around here. That ain't the only stink happening around here. You couldn't get him to say Lazarus was dead after he told those boys. That's the last death. That's the last death pronunciation that you heard him say. He walked all the way up there. They tried their doggondest to get him to talk doubt and fear and unbelief, all that kind of stuff, and he wouldn't say it. Why? Because what he said would happen. If he says he's dead, he ain't. He's dead, dead. You understand? He. Are you hearing? And if you say you're whatever, that's who and what you are. I say I'm saved. 
My sins are forgiven. I've never seen the book that my name is written in. I've never seen with my physical eyes the blood of Jesus. But I took it by faith and I say that blood cleansed me, washed me, bought me, paid the price for me. Put mine, it's written in red, my name in the Lamb's book of life. Ain't seen one of them yet. Never seen Jesus face to face, but I'm blessed because I believed him and I haven't seen. I'm going to live by faith, not by sight. And if my body tells me something, I got news for you, Mr. Body. You're going to do what I tell you. I live in here. You're mine, not the other way around. You're at my beck and call. And I say, you will live long and strong. Your youth is renewed like the eagles. You're going to high step it all the way. Be climbing the mountain of God your last breath. You will live to 120 years old. Whether you like it or not. And you're not going to be crippled up. You're not going to be crying. You better watch out now. I'll take that word to you. You are going to do what that word says. The Holy Ghost and me have the majority. He's living on the inside of me. Making alive my mortal body. My body. My physical body. You give me any more trouble. I'll lock you in a room. You'll stand on the edge of the bathtub until you can't stand no more. I'll take the word of God to you, duct tape to your head, pull all the hair off the top of your head, and then I'll command it to grow back. Authority, dominion, blessed by God. He said some things to me. I have an inheritance in God, and you're not going to cheat me out of it. Talk me out of it. I don't care what it looks like. I'm a believer. And I'll tell you what my kind of believing it ends up in receiving. Amen. I'm going to receive what I believe. Well, I just believe now how you're going to die if you don't get sick. Keep on believing that. You'll find out how you die sick. Amen. Oh, Aaron walked off him, put his clothes, the priestly garments on his son, and the Bible says he was gathered to his people. Didn't say anything. He had pneumonia, and they had to drag him up there on a sled. Didn't say anything about They had to help him walk up there with a crutch and a cane. It said he walked the hill. Amen. I'm going home. I'm going to glue. I'm going to get a... I'm going to... I'm going to fly away. You sing whatever song you want. The great getting up morning has come for me. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm going to close my eyes, say, Jesus, I'm ready, and I'm going home. Well, my physical body. Hallelujah. Amen. I wouldn't dare say anything like that. I wouldn't dare say anything other than that. You can say whatever you want. I wouldn't dare say because I have what I say. I said I have the faith of God living in me and I have what I say. I believe in my heart that those things which I say shall come to pass. I do not doubt in my heart but what I say because I've chosen I'm not going to say what I feel. I'm not going to say what I want. I'm going to retrain my spirit. I'm going to fill my work. My, I'm going to fill myself with the word of God till when it push come to shove the only thing comes out is the word of the living God. Is faith in the word of the living God. Because out of the abundance of my heart, 
Oh, my mouth is talking. So if I'm saying my cancer, if I'm saying my this and my that, and I'm claiming weakness and infirmity and malady and malfunction and sickness and disease or divorce or my children or hell this and hell that and the devil, 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 devil. If, if my heart's full of it, my mouth is showing what my heart's full of. Fear. I don't need a microphone. Fear. <laughs> if my heart is full of fear, I'll say that. And the spirit that, listen, that's what I believe. I know fear, I know when fear talks. Amen, I can hear it myself, I can hear it in, my, in those around me, I hear it in people. Spirit of fear, that's a, the, the root of that is fear, and the fruit's going to be destruction. You just act like it's so easy that I somehow or other have a choice in the matter. I sat before you. Now, listen, listen, this this is God. This is God talking. If they wrote it in red back there, it'd be in red. I set before you today. I call heaven and earth as a witness. I'm setting this in front of you. Life and the blessing. Death and the curse. Now you choose. You do the choosing. You are the chooser. So if I have life and the blessing, I chose that. If I have something else, I chose that. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. No, I didn't. You think I want this? Well, you need to just don't want it a little more stronger and want something something different than that, and you can get rid of all that. Well, you know, the reason why I'm not this or that is because, you know, they this or that, that. Listen, they ain't going to be there. You know, they didn't. You can't choose everything that happens to you, but you can choose what happens next. Amen. Are you listening? I am not going to give someone, especially someone, you know, doubt and fear and unbelief and the devil's crowd, all that kind of stuff. I don't care how. I'm not going to give someone that much power over me. That they're determining my destiny? You've got to be kidding me. I love that woman, but that little blonde cuss ain't going to do that to me. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Amen. No. And, and, and me, vice versa. Amen. We choose. Now, her and I, we chose to walk together. When the going gets tough, we put our backs against each other. Amen. And we turn face it whichever way it needs to be on. But, but, but it boils down to we choose. I'm way past my time. I need to finish up, don't I, Sam? I done got carried away. 
You know what, baby? I just got carried away. I got to yell and holler. I don't remember what I said. I'm looking at the I'm looking at the tin casserole pan. There ain't nothing left in there. Must be it's time to go home. Everybody's eat their fill. Did you get something out of this tonight? What? Listen, why would somebody come in here and stomp and spit and red-faced and all that kind of stuff? Because I'm going to tell you something. I hate seeing you lose as much as I hate losing myself. Now, the final analysis, I didn't choose that for you. I choose something else. I'm going to do my doggondest. In prayer, my doggondest, if I can get through to you somehow or another. But I found you can't get through to folk if you, can't, if you won't pray for them. Some of them need God to show them. Amen. At some point in time, we just keep you alive long enough. Dragging in long enough. Are you listening? Hallelujah. Amen. I know we broke your heart. Bless your darling heart. He was a fool anyway. Let him go. He, don't, he, ain't worth, he ain't worth two more tears in your bottle. Amen. He gone. You need to rename him. Gone. You need to make his last name gone forever. Amen. <laughs> you know, cry tonight. Tomorrow joy will come. Amen. God, he's gone. Oh, God, he's gone forever. May get tomorrow. He's gone, and I'm glad. He's gone forever. He's gone. He's gone. He's gone. I never knew I could be so happy. He's gone. He's gone. Gone. Amen. <laughs> I know you don't believe it, but they make them every day. If that weren't the one, there's a better one, honey. I'm telling you right now, there's a better one. Glory be to God. Long as there's daylight, there's hope. Amen. Glory to God. Well. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by God's word. For more information about Passion Church, visit www.mypassion.church.